Since Martin Meeker joined UC Berkeley's Oral History Center in 2004, he's wanted to interview Jerry Brown. Meeker first became aware of Brown as a kid growing up in the South Bay. It was 1981, and Brown was the governor of California. There's another national economic story today. It concerns a tiny insect which is threatening the health of California's multi-billion dollar agricultural industry. Mediterranean fruit flies, known as medflies, had begun to infest crops in northern California and threatened the state's agricultural industry, which produced about half of the nation's fresh fruit and vegetables. Brown had to decide whether or not to authorize widespread aerial spraying of the insecticide malathion. Many Californians and environmentalists worried that it would be unhealthy for children and other living things. Growers and state legislators wanted a quick solution to the infestation. Officials insisted that malathion had little toxicity for humans. Although he knew that spraying would make his popularity plummet, Brown eventually decided to authorize it. Four malathion spraying helicopters took to the skies over San Jose this morning in the continuing battle, of course, against the medfly. Meager recalls when it happened. You know, as a kid, I remember... The, the helicopters flying over our backyard spraying malathion, and it looked kind of just like Apocalypse Now. Um, and, you know, we stayed inside. Uh, the stuff came down. It made the cars a little sticky. But there doesn't seem to have been any long-term negative impacts from it. A lot of people weren't happy with the decision, and many believe it cost Brown a seat in the U.S. Senate the following year. Since then, Brown has stayed on Meeker's radar as a unique politician who refused to be put into a category. Just last year, Meeker, now the director of the Bancroft Library's Oral History Center, finally got the chance to interview Brown as part of a joint project between the Oral History Center and KQED. What came from it was the longest, most in-depth interview that Jerry Brown has ever given one that offers a first-person account of his five decades in California politics. This is Fiat Vox, a Berkeley News podcast. I'm Ann Bryce. A UC Berkeley alumnus, Brown has served as the 34th and 39th governor of California. He just finished his fourth term last year. He's been the mayor of Oakland, California's attorney general, and has served as the chair of the California Democratic Party. He's lost a race for the Senate and has run unsuccessfully for president three times, in 1976, 1980, and 1992. During the past year, Meeker, along with his colleague from the Oral History Center, Todd Holmes, and KQED's Scott Schaefer, spent more than 40 hours interviewing Brown. Meeker says that during the interview, he grew even more interested in how Brown makes his own decisions and doesn't fit neatly into one political party. He sees himself more as a tribal Democrat rather than as somebody who is a member of the Democratic Party because of a set of policies or an overarching ideology. Sometimes we would see that he runs to the left of Democratic Party policy. Sometimes he runs to the right of it, and sometimes he operates on a different plan altogether. 
For instance, Brown believes in limited government spending and is against using nuclear power. The small mind that says, "Oh, you you don't want to spend the country, you know, you don't want to overspend. You're a Republican. Oh, you don't like nuclear power. Well, you're you're a liberal. You're a Democrat or something. So you put the two together, and that creates a certain uh, cognitive dissonance." For 20 sessions, the team sat at Brown's dining room table at his ranch in Calusa County, one that's entirely off the power grid, and asked him about everything, from what it was like having family in politics, to dating singer Linda Ronstadt, to his views on politics today. Here he is talking about his father, Edmund G. Pat Brown, who served as the 32nd governor of California. There were just different issues. I I don't think the word environment existed when my father was governor. Earth Day was 1970. He lost to Reagan in November of 66. So a a lot of things changed. Uh, So it was just a different uh, sensibility, and it's hard to compare. But there was no deep... I was very conscious of the fact that the fact that I had the same name as my father was absolutely... the That was it. Without that, it was nothing. I didn't mind that. And my whole life I've benefited from the fact of my father's achievements. No question about it. And although Brown didn't go into a lot of detail about dating singer Linda Ronstadt, he touched on the decade the couple dated, starting in the early 1970s, and talked about why everyone was so curious about them. She was interesting. I was interesting. The two of us were more interesting. That's all. It's a combination. How you put politics in rock and roll. And that was the mood at the time. On the state of politics today, he said a lot needs to change, and it'll continue to be an uphill battle that's worth fighting. The country started on another basis. We had an electoral, we had uh, property owners, male property owners. That was a very small slice of American humanity. That's the way it worked. And now we've come, and we also had slaves, and we also were taking the land of the Indians, and then later... We took half of Mexico, so and that had, and women were not voting then. So now we've come to a mass electorate with mass propaganda and mass communication, and there it is. Well, we'll see. We'll see in the next ten or twenty years how it all turns out. I hope it turns out okay. I hope for the best, but fear the worst. But to Meeker, perhaps the most interesting parts of the interview were when Brown talked about his philosophy on politics and governance. His philosophy comes out both in the pithy phrases that he sometimes offers and then also in these longer reflections. So he says things like, You have to make as much news as you can that's favorable in as many media markets as often as you can. He's very aware of the necessity of a narrative. Um, And so he's always careful to construct that narrative. Um, Not make something up, but think about the context. Other times, says Meeker, they would ask Brown a question like... So Miriam Powell, in her book, uh, writes that you delivered your inaugural address on statewide television, sounding more like a Republican candidate than a Democratic governor. What's your response to that characterization? And for the next 20 minutes, he would close his eyes and offer an extraordinarily detailed, thoughtful, self-critical, 
you know, broad sweeping answer. We had 20 interview sessions, and I would say that in those 20 interview sessions, we had 20 different shades of Jerry Brown. To experience all 20 shades, you can now read the full transcript of the 40-hour interview on the Oral History Center's website. The interview marks the first in the relaunch of the California State Government Oral History Project, sponsored by the California State Archives. And KQED just released an eight-episode podcast produced from the interviews called The Political Mind of Jerry Brown. You can listen to the full season of the podcast on KQED's website. For Berkeley News, I'm Ann Rice. You can subscribe to this podcast via Vox, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. If you liked this episode, consider sharing it with a friend. And check out our other podcast, Berkeley Talks, that features lectures and conversations at UC Berkeley. You can find all of our podcast episodes with transcripts and photos on Berkeley News at news.berkeley.edu slash podcasts.